Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 81, and today I want to look at Psalm 92, the first few verses. Psalm 92 has a title to it, and it's written a psalm, a song for the Sabbath. And the next few psalms that follow in Psalm 93 and 94 and 95, they don't have that title. So some commentators believe these psalms go together as one extended song that the Hebrews would sing on the Sabbath day as a worshipful celebration. And so we're going to extend this one on into tomorrow's Sunday morning edition. But today I just want to set the stage and look at the first couple of verses to give us a good launching point for tomorrow's Sunday podcast. So I want to go ahead and read Psalm 92 verses 1 through 4. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work, At the works of your hands, I sing for joy. These first four verses give us a great position as we think about our praise. The first thing we see is it is excellent to give thanks to the Lord. The Bible says it is good to give thanks to the Lord. This is an excellent thing to do. This is something that is good for us. It's good for us. It's good for our relationship. It's good for life itself. As it says, it's good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. I like how the perspective shifts, right? So the first line says, it's good to give thanks to the Lord. And then the next line says, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. So you can see it's almost like the writer is writing to us, hey, it's good to give thanks to the Lord. And then he begins to speak to God, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. You know, what happens whenever you get involved with worship is when you turn your attention to him and you quit singing about him and you start singing to him, everything begins to change because the verses that follow are directly to the Lord. It says to declare your steadfast love in the morning. You know, I like how verse two gives us times of the day to worship, right? It says to declare your steadfast love in the morning. So when you get up in the morning, when you rise to praise God and set your day in the right direction, and then the next phrase says, and your faithfulness by night, you know what that means? The psalmist is saying, listen, when I lay down at night, I can look back and see God was faithful today. He has been faithful every single day. He's never let me down, not one time. He is faithful. It's a different tone in the morning and in the night to declare your steadfast love in the morning. You wake up with that smile on your face, rejoicing for what the day can bring because God has steadfast love. And then you end your day at night with that same smile on your face saying, he is so, so good. He did not let me down today. I know I can feel safe and secure in his arms because he's faithful. And then verse three gives us another compare and contrast. It says, to the music of the lute and the harp, which is a worshipful praise moment. That phrase is what we would think of as a worship service today, right? So it's music and it's filling the room, the lute and the harp. There's multiple pieces in place. I can almost picture myself in a worship service where the music is growing and we're singing praise to God and it's this powerful, powerful moment. But then it says to the melody of the lyre. That word melody is where we get our understanding of a solemn sound. 
or a meditation. So it's kind of saying to us in verse 3, don't let your worship get too far out of balance. It's not all about the sound of the instruments. It's not all about the power of the drums, as we may say today. But there's a balance. There's a meditation in the sounds of the words and what you're saying to God. And so be sure to keep your balance when you're worshiping. Don't let your emotions get too far out of control where you're losing the truth. Jesus said to the woman at the well, there's a time coming and has now come where the worshipers, true worshipers, will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. That gives us an understanding of the spirit or the emotional piece of us that's giving all of our heart, but also in truth. There has to be sound understanding. This is Jesus we're talking about. This is God we're talking about. This is the truth of who he is. So verse 3 reminds us, yes, worship, go for it, give it everything you've got, but understand there's also a meditation part where you sit and listen and hear the true words and the meaning of what is going on. And then verse 4 gives us that reason. It says, for you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. What you have done, God, is so, so good. My heart is glad. That word glad, if you break it down into the original language, it gives us the understanding it's a brightening up. Can you just see, you know how you've heard the phrase, your face just lit up whenever you saw this thing, or when you looked at me, your face lit up, or my face lit up. That's what this scripture is saying. For you, O Lord, have made me light up by your work, by what you're doing around me, but what I'm seeing, by the things I'm seeing and witnessing around me, I am lighting up from the inside out. It's noticeable on me. Whenever you're in the presence of God, it's noticeable on you. And then it says, at the works of your hands, I sing for joy. Are you singing for joy at the works of God's hand? This understanding that we get is you're singing not so you get joy, but you're singing and shouting out aloud to cry out from this joyful rejoicing, this triumphant call. It's the call of a victor. It's a call of a person who has just won a battle and this overwhelming joy comes out. Have you ever been to the point in your life where you're smiling so hard and you've experienced something so great that you just shout out? You may fist pump, throw your fist up in the air, or whatever your signal may be of this triumphant shout. That's what the psalmist is saying when he sees God's hand move. When you see God do something, are you joyful inside and it's causing you to shout out for joy for what he is up to in your life? Today, maybe take some moments pray, just experience him in a great way. Listen to a great worship song. Listen to a song today that is one of your power anthems. I know I'm going to listen to a couple today, and I know that I've got some on my playlist that are just those battle cry songs for me. And they all point to who God is and what he does and what he's up to. He has saved me. He has redeemed me. He's called me out. I had no hope without him, but then he shows up always at the right time. I encourage you today, take a moment and just worship the Lord. Give thanks to him, sing praises to his name, declare his steadfast love this morning. And tonight, whenever you lay down, just recount a couple of the ways he's been faithful and see if that same smile doesn't show back up. Let the music surround you today. Let the melody, make sure that you meditate on those words of truth today. 
and see the works around you that God is doing. It will make you shout for joy. 